Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with our song entitled, Behold the Lamb.
grace had come from her hometown, as eager as any soul in Halifax to see their majesties, King George and Queen Elizabeth. Aunt Grace was a sprightly, gray-haired lady, tiny and winsome. It was a great day for Halifax. The highways were choked with cars, trains unloaded passengers from all over the province, people from every walk of life, fishermen, businessmen, university professors, war veterans with their blue berets and shiny medals. Feeble old men and tiny children peered out from the crowds. The city was brimming over, waiting to roar its welcome to the beloved king and queen. Faces appeared from their most unexpected places, like the hidden faces in a puzzle piece, from every vantage point imaginable. I don't believe we're going to be able to see them after all, Mabel, Aunt Grace said to her friend. They moved out on the street just before the royal party crossed over to the gardens. A car was parked there, and the owner saw their disappointment. I have a mother, he said. I am sure that she would like to see the king and queen. Stand on the running board and see if that will help. They thanked him and stepped up quickly on the running board, but the crowd surged in and they still could not see. If you don't mind taking off your shoes, you may stand on the hood of the car, the owner suggested. Oh, thank you, said Aunt Grace. And Aunt Grace and her friends slipped off their shoes and climbed on the hood. Now they could see. The royal party was coming across the square, the queen smiling and waving. What cheering broke from the crowd, Aunt Grace waved and cheered with the rest at her stocking feet, for she saw the king and queen and was satisfied. Twenty centuries ago, another person, small of stature, was eager to see the king of kings as he passed through the street. Zacchaeus, too, forgot his pride and climbed up into a tree. There are multitudes today who would strain to see an earthly king, but how many put themselves through any discomfort for the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus Christ? Aunt Grace saw the king and queen, and she was thrilled. But the king and queen went on their way and never knew about her. But the Lord Jesus Christ stopped and spoke to Zacchaeus and became his Savior and his friend. If you receive him as your Savior, he will be the most wonderful friend you will ever known. Listen now as Liz Harris sings for us this beautiful song entitled, I Am Redeemed. Seems like all I could see was a struggle. by ghosts that lived in my past Bound up in shackles of all my failures Wondering how long is this gonna last Then you look at this prisoner and say to me, son Stop fighting a fight, it's already been won. I am redeemed, you set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away. 
used to be I am redeemed All my life I have been called unworthy Named by the voice of shame and regret When I hear you whisper, child, lift up your head I remember, oh God, you're not done with me yet I am redeemed You set me free So I'll shake off these heavy chains Wipe away every stain No, I'm not who I used to be Because I don't have to be the old man inside of me Cause his day is long dead and gone Because I've got a new name, a new life I'm not the same and hope that will carry me home I am redeemed You set me free Shake off these heavy chains Wipe away every stain Oh, I'm not who I used to be I am redeemed Thank God redeemed I am redeemed You're listening to Join the Morning which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We present to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here are many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us at the piano this wonderful song, Praise Medley.
at an inn in Switzerland. Several mountain climbers were discussing the treacherous difficulties in climbing and descending the nearby Alpine Peak. A stranger was present who listened to their conversation with interest. At last he spoke. You seem to think a lot of this mountain climbing, but it doesn't sound so hard to me, he said. Tomorrow morning I intend to climb that mountain alone. Remarks of the surprise followed. The stranger was advised to employ a guide for safety, but he insisted, I don't need a guide. I intend to climb that mountain without a guide. The next morning, the stranger was absent from breakfast. Inquiring of the innkeeper, the guests learned that he had taken early breakfast and set out for the peak. All day they watched in vain for his return. Night came, and morning, and still he had not returned. Thoroughly alarmed, the climbers formed a search party and set out. After hours of climbing, they reached the summit. They arrived at the weather-beaten center post to which every successful tourist delights to attach his card. Quickly, scanning the names, they found the card of the stranger. Scrawled across it, they read, without a guide. The stranger had made the climb. But where was he now? Come on, friends, said an old guide. I will show you where he is. Silently, they followed. Only a short distance away, on the downward trail, they stopped. There... In a crevice about 90 feet deep lay the cold, dead body of the stranger. He had gambled upon his own skill and lost. May not life be likened to the alpine steeps? We meet snags and snares and problems and difficulties. Where we alone are insufficient at the end looms eternity. Some boast that they need no guide. They scoff at the warnings of eternal punishment. But self-sufficiency spells disaster. There is a way that seemeth right in the men, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Christ offers to be our Savior and guide. How much better to trust Him. Listen to the words of this lovely song as Larry Grable sings for us. May this be the place. Where God can make His presence known May this be a house Where everyone can feel at home May this place be filled with praise Let every heart and voice be raised to God For what He's done And most of all, we'll thank Him for the gift of Jesus Christ, His only Son. May this be a place where people can be free to pray. May this be a home where no one shall be turned away. May this place be filled with praise, let every heart and voice be raised to God for what He's done.
And most of all, we'll thank him for the gift of Jesus Christ, his only Son. May this be a time when everyone shall see his face. May this be the song we all can sing amazing grace. May this place be filled with praise. Let every heart and voice be raised to God for what he's done. And most of all, we'll thank him for the gift of Jesus Christ, his only Son. Praise him, praise the Lord, oh, praise his holy name. Praise him, the Lamb for sinners time when everyone shall feel his power. May this be a place where every knee shall bow this hour. May this place be filled with praise. Let every heart and voice be raised to God for what he's done. And most of all, we'll thank him for the gift of Jesus Christ, his only Son. May this place be filled with praise. Let every heart and voice be raised to God for what he's done. And most of all, we'll thank him for the gift of Jesus Christ, his only son. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. The prophetic program, the Lord's authority on the earth. The prophetic program involves a literal kingdom where the Lord Jesus Christ will be the king and the extent of his kingdom will be over all the earth. In his kingdom he will be ruling and reigning with a rod of iron. In the parable of the nobleman found in Luke chapter number 19 verse 11 to 15, I'd encourage you to read that portion of scripture or follow along. I'm only going to read verse 11. And as they heard these things, he added and he spake a parable because he was not in Jerusalem because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. The objective of the parable of the nobleman was to demonstrate that the kingdom would not immediately be established. First, the rightful king had to go to a far country to obtain the authority for the kingdom and then to return to be the king. And there are those who would spiritualize the kingdom and teach and believe that we are already in the kingdom. The church equals the kingdom. 
and that it was never meant to be a literal physical kingdom, but rather one in people's hearts. The interpretation of the parable of the nobleman is the nobleman is the Lord Jesus Christ, the far country is heaven, the citizens are the unbelieving Jews, and the return is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ ascends to the Father to receive the authority to set up a kingdom. But during his absence, his citizens, the unbelieving Jews, send a message to God the Father, stating they did not want this man to reign over them. And the message was sent at the stoning of Stephen, Acts chapter 7, verses 51 to 55. The parable continues to teach that the nobleman does return, and he does set up his kingdom. The Lord Jesus Christ, in his second coming, will come back to earth to set up his kingdom. The parable of the nobleman is one of the most explicit and precise parables explaining a literal king, his literal return to second coming, and a literal kingdom. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 5. Behold, the days come and say the Lord that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. The mystery program, the Lord's authority is in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 through verse 21, and we're going to read just verses 20 and 21 which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. The pronouns of his or he, which are found in Ephesians one nineteen and 20, are the antecedent to God the Father, Ephesians one seventeen. When the Lord Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, God the Father placed him far above all principality and power. The Lord Jesus Christ is not only the head over the church, the body of Christ, but also over the principalities, the powers, the heavenly government. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10, And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. The words principalities and powers and dominions are references to governmental positions of authority in heavenly places. Colossians 2.15 And having spoiled principality and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 has three important and descriptive verbs. These verbs are spoiled, made a show of, and triumphing. The verb spoil means to strip, to throw off. The exact word is translated put off in Colossians 3.9. The verb made a show of means to make a show of, to exhibit, to display. And the verb triumphing means to have a complete victory over your enemy. The Webster's Dictionary definition gives one definition of triumph as the ancient Romans, a processional celebrating the return of a victorious general and his army. The persons who accomplished this action of the verb was the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the person. He first spoiled the principalities and powers. He then made a public display or exhibit of them. And lastly, he completely triumphed over them. This was all accomplished and made possible through the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Colossians 2.15, all that action is seen as completed action. It's already happened. Satan is the God of the world. Colossians 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. 
He is the prince of power of the air, Ephesians 2.2. 2. Satan wanted to be like the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth, Isaiah 14.14. 14. During the present dispensation, the heavens, not the third heaven, not the throne of God, are under the authority of the devil, the adversary. He is the prince of power of the air. There's a day coming that the authority of the heavens will be reclaimed through the church, the body of Christ. In the mystery program, the Lord Jesus Christ is seen. Seated where? In the heavenly places. The issue is not the earth. The issue is not a king and a kingdom. His authority is in the heavenly places and not on the earth. The Lord Jesus Christ is the head not only of the church, the body of Christ, but he is head over all things. But he has not taken up that position of headship. Today, God is forming the church, the body of Christ, which is a demonstration of his eternal purpose. And in eternity, when Christ will be take and have taken up his headship, he will be head not only to the church, the body of Christ, but head over all things. If you have any questions about our study or any other questions or Bible verses that you would like studied in, in light of the Word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is 942-2131, or you can email me at altoonabible at altoonabible.org. As believers, we need to keep studying God's Word. We know that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God, 2 Timothy 3.16. It's God's Word, all the words, but we know what second Timothy 2 15 says we have to rightly divide the word of truth and that's what this study has been upon and for the unsaved if you're listening here where will your death take you if you don't and you cannot answer that question you need to understand the only one who died for us lord jesus christ believe on him right now trust him before it's eternally too late in your life been listening to join the morning from the altoona bible church we trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast it is our prayerful desire that you know the lord jesus christ is your personal savior so until we meet again by radio this is pastor Stuart mcclellan wishing you god's best for now and for eternity Jesus is my king.